WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks very much for tuning in. We are live in the dining room at the Grand Hotel on Mackinac Island for the second day of the Mackinac Policy Conference, the annual opportunity for business and political leaders to come together away from work and home, maybe change the scenery a bit, and maybe come up with some different ways of seeing the challenges that we face in the state of Michigan. Later today, we're going to talk with our legislative leaders uh, about what is going on in the Capitol. Uh, we're also going to talk with Mark Bernstein uh, of the Sam Bernstein Law Firm, somebody who's thinking about running for governor next year, see where his thinking is on that. But first, it's easy to forget how fortunate we are in Southeast Michigan to be surrounded by some of the best medical facilities and some of the best medical experts in the world. But that reality is brought into striking focus when you hear about a medical emergency that sends someone from the UP on a life flight down to Metro Detroit or a child that traveled with her family from across the country to live for months at one of our children's hospitals. There are many shortcomings in our national medical systems, but there are a lot of bright spots as well. And one of them is that our major research institutions in Michigan are producing world-class doctors and nurses and conducting some of the most brilliant medical research in the world. Between University of Michigan, Michigan State, and Wayne State, our research corridor spends $1.2 billion in medical and health sciences research, according to a new report. But there's also a great possibility that could change if President Donald Trump's proposed budget, which makes deep cuts uh, to the support that research receives, uh, if Congress goes ahead and does that. Joining me today to talk about this context of this great medical research and the perceived or proposed threat to the support for that research are Mark Schlissel, the president of the University of Michigan, Luanna K. Simon, who is the president of Michigan State University, and M. Roy Wilson, who is the president of Wayne State. Guys, welcome to Detroit Today. Thank you. Great to be here. It's always nice to see you up here on Mackinac. We do this every year, all three of you, at one table and not a lot of fighting, right? It was, it's only because we're not talking about football that we don't get into fisticuffs, I think. Um, it's, it's only one day. <laughs> That's right. Tomorrow, and we're, and we're we'll all, be back at it. And we're also very civil. No, one day a year in which we fight. Right. Oh, you only fight one day a year. Three, okay. three, 340. See, you know, the rest of the days, we're really in well, good shape. It's yeah. also, Stephen, the opportunities for universities, particularly research universities, to do good yeah. are much broader even than the sum of our three institutions. Yes. So you don't have to compete yeah. when the playing field is wide is, open. Uh, is that yeah, big? Yeah, no. I, uh, that's absolutely right. Let's talk uh, about this, this focus on medical research, uh, President Wilson. I want to I want to start with you, mostly because uh, I'm you know uh, intimately familiar with Detroit and and the relationship between uh, the research that goes on at Wayne, uh, the relationship with uh, the Detroit Medical Center, the way that that actually impacts people's lives uh, in, in in Metro Detroit. It's not just about being in a lab, thinking about things or dreaming up solutions, uh, care is a big part of the benefit of, of this, this research. Yeah. Well, well, certainly, the, um, you know, there's different types of research, and I think it's all very important. And universities tend to do both the translational research, which is the type that you're um, referring to, where you take research discoveries uh, in the laboratory and then translate them into uh, clinical care. Uh, improved health, uh, saving lives of, of actual people. Um, but the basic research is also very, very important because that's really what, what 
brings them up the ideas that are used for the translational part of the research. And uh, the three universities and, and what this report um, shows is that a lot of discoveries that have been made in the three universities have been as a result of both the, the basic research and the translational research that goes on in the three universities. You know, certainly it's, um, uh, it, it's very obvious that the benefits of the medical and, and life sciences is, is, um, uh, is, is obvious when you think in terms of the patient care you just mentioned, the improvement of health. But the, one of the other things that, that we like to try to emphasize is that it's also, um, uh, and not quite as obvious, but just as important, is the economic benefits to the state. That, uh, sure. that our research uh, provides in terms of you know, the, the external dollars that are, that are attracted, the, the jobs created, the, the companies that are, that are spawned as a result of our research. All of that is also very important uh, to the state of Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, President Simon, talk about the things that President Trump is proposing and what effect they would have on a research quarter like the, the one we have here, where we have these three universities in pretty close proximity, all having such an impact on, on the... Well, if, if you think about Michigan and one in eight jobs are related to healthcare, and then the economic benefit of our research, right. we're looking at a world in which that, that research, those research dollars are gonna be cut potentially significantly. And uh, we don't know what the focus will be. Uh, we're re it's great that the University of Michigan has got this terrific grant on translational research, the perinatal center that's in Michigan, the work that we're doing around the state. You just don't know for sure what will be the, the project or proposal that will be off the chopping block. In addition to that, this proposal to um, essentially uh, reduce indirect cost recovery, the way in which we try to support research uh, that's real cost uh, to the institution is under attack. And finally, the, the thing we worry about is also the future. I, uh, the analogy I would use is if you think about the road funding we're talking about now, mm -hmm. and we have bridges that are crumbling over a long period of time, and because they looked okay in the surface, we sort of ignored that sure. issue. Uh, the, this, these research universities, biomedical research, is really the in intellectual bridge to the future for both health for our population as well as jobs uh, for the future. And we need to make sure we take care of that intellectual bridge now and this budget cr uh, crumbles at the infrastructure of that bridge. Sure, sure, go ahead. President. So there are fewer and fewer things that the United States is the unarguable best at. And I think we remain the unarguable best at basic medical discovery and turning those discoveries into new ways to diagnose and treat disease. Sure. It's benefited from a bipartisan, multi-generation, consistent investment, largely through the NIH, but also through other agencies, in research of all different types. Basic research to make brand new discoveries, translational research to take what we've learned and make it real for a, a clinical application, clinical research to figure out which treatments work the best, Imagine what would have happened to the world when HIV became an epidemic if we hadn't made a multi-generation investment in the basic infrastructure, like President Simon was saying, sure. of biomedical discovery. You know, we figured out what was the organism causing this disease, we developed a test for it, made the blood supply safe, allowed surgery to continue again. All of these are a consequence of a consistent long-term investment, largely by the federal government, supporting research. It can't go up and down, Stephen. Yeah. If it goes down, a whole generation of young people 
head somewhere else. Yeah. You, you can't build a lab and then take it apart and expect to put it back together again with the next administration. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. Uh, my guests are Mark Schlissel, the president of the University of Michigan, Luanna K. Simon, president of Michigan State University, and M. Roy Wilson, who is the president of Wayne State University. We are at the Mackinac Conference, Mackinac Policy Conference on Mackinac Island, uh, talking about the impact of medical research that these three universities, our largest research universities in the state, the impact that they have on our lives here in the state of Michigan, the economy, uh, on care, on talent, uh, talent attraction and development here in the state of Michigan, and whether that's threatened by the budgetary changes that are proposed by President Donald Trump. If you want to join the conversation, you can go to the WDET Facebook page and put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll try to work your comments into the conversation. You can also follow along with what's going on here at the Mackinac Policy Conference on Twitter at the hashtag MPC17. Uh, I, I want to ask you all three about uh, the state role in supporting not just medical research at these universities, but these universities. We have watched that support just deteriorate in a way that I, as somebody who was born here and you know grew up and went to school through one of these universities, I could never imagine uh, 30 years ago, for instance, that we would be in the, in the situation we are now. Uh, it's something we talk a lot about. It's something that the governor has made a centerpiece of what he says his agenda should look like, and yet the the, the change is all into the into the negative. We're not we're not we're not gaining any traction there. Start yeah, with you, I, it remains an enormous challenge, and I think the governor is well intentioned. Uh, I think the state doesn't generate enough revenue and doesn't make long-term investments in its future. And what what, what is more of a long-term investment? than educating the rising generation, allowing them to be productive citizens and to have a good, a good quality of life. Yeah. Uh, we all suffer from this. The University of Michigan gets roughly the same number of dollars uh, from the state without any inflation adjustment that we got in 1997, but we're 20% bigger. And the consequence is education's become more expensive. Uh, fewer students see the potential to even go to one of their great public universities. I think it diminishes their aspirations. It has trickle-down effects that are awful for the state. Yeah, uh, President. So, so Stephen, when you think about the um, state investment in education, one of the things that uh, that one must uh, uh, parse out is that the state does reward different aspects of the education. Right, um, three out of the four institutions that have not gone back to its baseline 2011 funding is the research institutions. Uh -huh. And so I don't think that the state values research in the same way that it may value some other aspects of education. Uh, that's really interesting. Yeah. And, and so I, you're saying there's a, even among higher ed institutions, there's a distinction in the way that the state... The, yes, yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, there is. Yeah. And, and the thing that is different about Michigan versus some other states is, and, and I'm not saying all states, but many other states like Nebraska and Georgia and New York, is that they prioritize research, particularly in the health sciences, because they know that it's, it have the benefits that you've talked about before in terms of improving health, but also it has these huge econ economic benefits. And usually the state is a partner with the research universities in that. For example, in Nebraska, using tobacco settlement dollars, about $14 million a year went into medical research, and, to, uh, and that has uh, developed into over a billion dollars over a nine-year period 
of external funds that came into the state. Right. That doesn't even account the jobs created, the companies created, and, and, and that fund is continuing to uh, function. It's still, it's still there. Georgia has the same thing. They have a, a partnership where the state and the research universities have a, a Georgia Research Alliance or something like that. Yeah. New York has a New York Development Fund that puts uh, uh, money into developing, developing things like this with the universities. And we think that if the um, Michigan were able to do something similar, in fact, you know, Luann will tell you that I, I wasn't here at the time, but they started that many years ago. Yeah, 1999. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, that, that would be a huge thing for the state of Michigan. So why isn't that, uh, why isn't it working? It, it, it was a, you know, 1999, the Michigan Life Sciences Corridor, yeah. these three institutions plus Van Andel. It was a great idea, persistent funding over a 20-year cycle, and then a crisis came and the money was diverted yeah. after three years. In the same way with universities, if you if you look at the, the pattern of funding, we take a big hit and then we sort of creep up a little bit and then we're something else happens and we're behind yeah. lots of other parts of the state budget. And that's that bridge analogy. Uh, if, it's, sure. it's hard to imagine what if in the state uh, that money had continued where we would be, and we're 11th in the country right now in terms of this sector. And, and if we had continued just that modest amount of funding in a persistent and consistent we way, just think of where Michigan would be, or, yeah. we'd be ahead. And, and that's the problem with, as, as Mark said, this intellectual infrastructure. Uh, you, you, the crumbling is really a, a challenge. And, and, and maybe, you know, I look back on the URC and, and, the, and the data about mm -hmm. how well we uh, stack up against other institutions. And we wanted to be a place that said we would do the very best we could to represent Michigan in the very best way, whether it's talent or research or, or improvement of the state. And we expected that would be recognized and rewarded. Not the, not the squeaky wheel concept about, gee whiz, now we're in a crisis, give right. us money, but this kind of amount of because talent is the 21st century, research is the 21st century, yeah. and we're a part of that. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to ask about, uh, on that same topic, what are the levers that you have to pull to lessen the effect of that disinvestment on the students? We're talking a lot about student debt right now in this country. Uh, I would imagine that that's not, that picture doesn't look any different at Michigan universities than it does other places. But the question is always, what do you do? How do you how do you make sure that 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 sort of withdrawal on one end doesn't end up uh, just just crushing uh, the people at the at the other end? I know about scholarships and raising money for that, but are there other things that you're yeah. involved? Yeah, the first in? thing we do is we try to run each of our universities as lean and as efficiently as possible. A lot of people would argue with that, but I'll, well, I'll they can uh, come and see. <laughs> But you know, as you know, the resources become tighter and tighter, we protect the academic core of the university and we keep slashing the non-academic expenditures we make. Yeah. Uh, so that's a key. We also all do philanthropy and you know, the University of Michigan is in the latter stages of a big fundraising campaign. Universities are always raising money. And we're targeting a billion dollars of fundraising capacity and we're almost there to student support. Uh, right. Fellowships for grad students, financial aid. Uh, but in effect what happens is we give generous financial aid and charge people in effect based on their means. Right, right. So we want to make it so that if you're hardworking uh, and you're talented, 
you can get a Michigan education whether your family makes $30,000 a year or $300,000 right, right. a year. We've only got about two minutes left in the segment, but I want to make sure yeah. you, I, you I do think, get there. I think for, for us, uh, we, we have a very Michigan-centric uh, student body. But if you look at the debt, the proportion of debt, we're well below the national average and the students are leaving with debt. That's partly fundraising and it is this budget reduction because right. when I raise financial aid more than tuition, right. I have to take it from someplace else. Uh, right, okay. right. Uh, President Wilson, uh, the yeah. special case for you, uh, the, the, the student population has greater need even uh, at Wayne State. No, that's certainly true. And, and we put a lot of uh, resources into our student support systems. Advisors, uh, uh, much more resources now into uh, data analytic capability try to identify students who's going to need more help and really push them toward that help instead of having students kind of come in on their own but really be more aggressive about it and proactive about it. Um, uh, you know, th these are all things that are very important to do to help with student success. The, the one thing I just want to end with though, Stephen, just sure. to go back to research for just a second, is that you know there's a misconception that research, when you look at the uh, universities like Michigan and Michigan State and Wayne State, that because we do so much research that we must have a lot of money. <laughs> and, and, and research does not make money. It doesn't work okay? that way, it doesn't, right? it doesn't make money, okay? I want to be very clear. Research costs yeah, money. Right. Research and student, you know, in order to do any research, you have to spend more than what you get for the research. And that's why it's very important to invest in research and get the state support for research. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm Roy Wilson, president of Wayne State University, Luanna K. Simon, president of Michigan State University, and Mark Schlissel, president of the University of Michigan. Thanks very much for being with us. Thanks very time. much, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. See Thank all you. of you soon, yes. Okay. All right, up next, uh, we're gonna hear from the legislative leaders of our state about the issues that they face in the state capitol. Stay with us and stay with us at the Mackinac Policy Conference on Detroit Today.